My MCU friends, we are in the middle of a content drought in the MCU. We got a, we got a few weeks until Quantum Mania, and so if you're looking for something to watch, come join us over on our other podcast, Pandavision, where we cover all the other TV shows that don't fit so neatly into these universes. We're covering Last of Us, and a lot of people wrote and asked if we were going to be covering this anywhere in the network. We are. Uh, over on Pandavision. So check it out. The uh, first episode is already up on Pandavision, uh, but I'm going to drop it here in the feed. So check it out. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, you know, spoiler alert, this is an MCU. It's Last of Us. It's on HBO, dropped on Sunday night. So uh, we'll be dropping new episodes every Monday. Uh, as soon as they, basically, as soon as they drop on HBO, we're going to hop on and cover it. So uh, if you're watching Last of Us, please go subscribe over on Pandavision and follow along with us. It's going to be a lot of fun uh, doing it with Jay Sisson from Commute the Podcast. And here's the episode. Today on Pandavision, we're going to be talking about the first episode of Last of Us. Uh, It was an emotional ride. Let's talk about it. All that right off the ad we have no control over. Welcome to Pandavision, the Stranded Panda podcast, where we talk about all of these shows that don't fit so neatly into our little universes that we love so very much. Today we're here to talk about Last of Us. My name is Matthew Carroll, and with me, I have Jay Sisson from Commute the Podcast is joining me for this wonderful run of Last of Us episodes. How are you doing, Jay? I'm great. I'm excited to talk about this series. I've been invested in this uh, world for about 10 years or so, so um, I'm excited to see it on the big screen. I guess that's a good place to start. Like, so you have played the game multiple times and played the second second game. Yeah, yeah. I um, I, I'm not a like a big gamer, like in the sense of like I play through a lot of games a year. Uh, it's usually just a couple here and there. But I pick up The Last of Us. Uh, I think it was probably like two years. I think it came out in like 2013 or something. I picked it up uh, a couple years after it had been out. And uh, when it came out, it was kind of like it's kind of like zombie. Uh, height of like zombie kind of stuff genre oh, yeah. you know like the walking dead was huge at that time and and everything and i was a little like zombied out a bit mm. and uh and i remember kind of seeing the game and thinking like well i don't really want to get involved in that again but uh, i started hearing about how good it was and how it was kind of like survival and it just the premise sounded really interesting so i picked it up and i didn't know what, what i was in for like it was it was a journey like uh they they did and i'm sure they're they'll do the same thing in the show, but they weave the characters and the storylines and the emotions and the, the cut scenes into the gameplay and everything works and it sticks with you and it makes you feel things. And so, yeah, I've played it. I've played it a couple of times since, since the first time and uh, played the last of us part two. It came out a couple of years ago and it's, it's just as emotional, if not even more so. Mm. Well, that's awesome. And uh, just so you guys know, we're not going to be spoiling what happens in the game past the episodes we're watching, unless we do a specific spoiler section for some reason. Uh, But I am in the opposite extreme of where Jay is. I have played the game about as far as this episode made it in the story, Um, for whatever reason. It was a good, it was great. I really enjoyed the first, like, whatever, 30 minutes of the game. But for some reason, I just... Uh, I just didn't. Uh, I didn't continue. Like you, I'm not much of a gamer. I don't play very many games. 
it's not everybody's cup of tea either. Like it's because it's very specific type gameplay. It's like mm. stealth, and oh, I've only got five bullets, and uh, you know, I've got, and a brick, and like a baseball bat, and I have to figure out how to fight my way through this like infested area, and you have to try parts multiple times because you keep dying, and mm. it's, so you know, it's not. It, I, I get uh, <laughs> if anybody bailed on it, like I don't blame them because it's it's a very specific uh, type of thing experience i guess is a kind of gameplay that i would probably find frustrating and maybe that's what happened i don't remember it being i don't remember feeling that way but it's possible i just like got stuck on a part and then like well i don't feel like playing this part anymore and then just never went back (laughs) the the death scenes are like so graphic too and they show them to you over and over like if you get attacked by one of the infected they just like rip your jugular out basically and, and you just see it and then okay, well, let me try to go right instead of left. And then it happens again and you see it again. And there just comes a time where you're like, you know, I'm just going to put this down for the night. Like I'm just done with this for right, right now. Right. <laughs> well, uh, I guess like turning from the game, now that we've like sort of established w- where we are in relation to like knowing this world, uh, w- what did you think of the first episode? I really liked it. Um, I was, it took me a minute, uh, to be honest, just to kind of like train my brain a little bit to, to thinking of, okay, Pedro Pascal is Joel and Bella Ramsey is Ellie. Like that was kind of hard at first, not in a bad way, but it was just, you know, I'd spent 10 years or so with these characters being voice acted by very particular people looking a particular way. And then all of a sudden you kind of have to like, change the way change your perception a little bit so it did take me a second to buy in um and uh and there were just some scenes along the way that convinced me of that like i just was like yeah like this guy is is embodying this character uh you know and and bella ramsey is we only saw her like a in kind of a limited little bit but like she killed it i thought as ellie in this like early look uh at her and um for me i just uh, it was a nice blend of seeing the game and parts of the game with kind of extra background information so there were a lot of times in this episode where it was just straight shot for shot frame for frame line for line straight out of the game which mm-hmm. um you know could it kind of take it, it's tricky because it's like it kind of takes me out of it a little bit because it's like well i know what the next character's line is going to be literally because it's so that so close but at the same time, it's I felt like they balanced it pretty well uh, yeah, with absolutely. with stuff stuff added and then stuff um, that they kind of brought in as just like extra context for everything that was happening. What would you think of it? How'd you react to it? So I really liked it. As I said, I only played basically this much of the game prior, and I barely remember it because I just didn't I didn't I didn't even get into the world enough to even like remember that there's this like you know, sort of difference in who the humans are. And like, uh, I remembered there was sort of factional stuff happening, but I didn't really pay enough attention. I didn't get deep enough to even remember like the fireflies or any of that. I don't know if that's yeah. even in the game, honestly. Um, but I, uh, I really, I really enjoyed all of that. They did a really good job world building. Um, and I was worried because like the little bit I know of this game, this is, it was basically all laid out in the first episode. <laughs> so yeah. I feel very comfortable like being here and saying, I'm not going to spoil anything. Cause I know nothing else. Yeah. Um, and I really liked how they set up the storyline and taking it to this very specific moment in the final moments of the episode where he gets overcome with emotion and overcome with the 
memory of his daughter's death, and that's what makes him defend Ellie. Because in my mind, that actually, I don't think I even saw that in the game, but I kind of knew where that was, that's where it was going, if that makes sense. Because I knew yeah. that this is a story about him taking this girl on this journey, and it starts with him losing his daughter. So I always knew that's sort of the relationship here. He has to forge this new relationship with this young girl, and it's going to definitely be some transference between that and the daughter that he lost. Um, and so I always thought that was a fascinating premise. Think especially for a video game, just like that that sort of emotional uh thread to pull is is something deeper than a lot of games even try for, you know? Um Yeah. And so seeing it in, uh, on the screen, I really liked that they made it to this point. And I don't know if this flash that he has where he saves her is in the is is in the game at all. You, you can tell me. I don't know if so, that yeah, flashback. It's, it's not. Uh that interaction that they have with the soldier and like and all that, that is in there. Um, but you don't see the connection between him kind of defending someone and then having the flashback that that doesn't really happen um you you start to see that relationship grow as as we've kind of said as time goes on but yeah mm-hmm. i mean at the at the beginning making that connection that that's definitely something that's happening in the show but not yeah uh, in the game well and I liked it. I liked that they went there so early because I I think the the sh- just based on the plot elements we have here, it's clear that's where it's going, and so for them to get and as sort of engineer a moment that is straight out of the game, but then give it that extra flashback context, it's hard to do in video game format, but easy to do in TV format. Like it just was really good at driving that home and, and letting us know that at least some of the themes they're going to be playing with and some of the motivations that Joel has uh, going forward that like, I'm really interested to see how that plays out because as they said, I watched the little, did you watch the little post uh, scene? Oh um, no! I didn't even know that there was. There yeah, there was, was an after credits little thing where like the oh, producers man. talked about the episode. Oh, okay. Uh, and it, basically, one of the things they were saying is like, yes, that's clearly what's happening is that Joel's sort of transferring his affection and the the like the tragedy of his daughter onto this little girl, but she's not his daughter, and is a very different yeah. character than his daughter, and um, that that was really interesting. They talked about how earlier in the scene when he kills Mrs. Adler with the wrench. Mm-hmm. Um, his daughter looks like um, completely mortified, you know, yeah. partially because she knew her, um, but partially just because it's violent and, and it's, it's not something she knows about her father, you know? And then, then when, but when uh, Ellie sees him jump on that man and like start beating him to death, Ellie does not look upset about it. She looks almost like, I think he says um, something like engaged, really engaged by it. Yeah, like someone's defending me. You know, yeah, type yeah, thing. yeah, 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 exactly. And and her being an orphan and in this world. They did a lot of work uh, with Sarah, his daughter, at the beginning of this show that they didn't really do in the video game. Uh, the way that the video game starts out, I don't know if you remember, you're you're playing in the kind of the prologue as Sarah, and you're just walking through the house, and it's late at night, and you can kind of explore, and uh, you're seeing weird stuff on the TV, and you're learning a little bit about Joel, you know, and all that. But really, like, he gets home from work, and they have that little interaction, oh, it's your birthday, here's and the watch, and all that stuff. But then it's night, boom, they're waking up, and the neighbors are going crazy, and they're they're out, and it's on. So in the show yeah. they they go back and you've got the stuff 
little bit more of the building of the pandemic that's coming with, um, you know, the kid twitching at school and the neighbor mm-hmm. twitching and all the cop cars going around and everything. And like uh, that, that I really liked because it helped kind of build up his, I mean, in the game, you get introduced to his daughter and within five minutes, you know, she's, she's Dodge uh, just yes. like that. And it happened early in the show too, but still there was still a lot of that kind of extra bit to just kind of like build up the relationship between him and Tommy and him and his daughter and all of that uh, to, uh, to kind of transition. But I, I am interested to know kind of how, and, and, you know, so you, you knew her death was coming, right? You yes. I had seen that much. Of yeah. It. I'm, I'm kind of interested to know like how people who didn't play the game. Cause like we knew that was coming, you know, like mm-hmm. we knew like, well, she's not going to make it very far through this episode. But I'd be interested to know people who are just kind of jumping into this for the first time and didn't know that, like how that would have emotionally landed with yeah. them. Well, I can you know? give you a little insight because I watched it. I probably shouldn't have, but being the bad uncle that I am, I let my niece watch this with me. <laughs> uh, she's 12. I watched a little horror when I was her age. She loves horror stuff. <laughs> Start them young, you know? But I was, like, I was like, I don't know. This is really, really, this is going to be really sad and really dark. So it's going to be really scary and really sad. So if, if you, I don't think it's great for you, but if you really want to watch it with me, you can. Um, and so I let her, uh, <laughs> and, uh, but she loves, she loves dark and scary stuff. So it, it was, she, she liked it. She liked it a lot, but something that I always loved about that first moments of the video game is that they make her the protagonist in the first few minutes you're playing as the daughter. And so when she dies, it makes you feel like the game has changed. You know what I mean? Like it makes you feel like, no, that was the character I was following. Yeah. And she's dead. It almost gives you an extra reason to care about your, because you've been seeing through her eyes, you know? And it also gives you this extra reason to care about Joel because you're seeing Joel, her father, who she loves through her eyes, you know? Um, And I've always loved that about that first moments of the game. Don't know why I never finished it, but I've always loved those. You know, maybe it was it was it was uh, it was destined to be, so I could do this podcast without spoiling things. Um, <laughs> it brings a better perspective, you know, because you're going to be able to react to things like, "Oh my gosh!" like as they happen. Yeah, and, and you're going to have to be I'm, like, "I'm not going to talk about it right now." <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wish I wish I could go in and like wipe my mind and experience this as a show for the first time, and not have right. to sort of just like know where everything's going all the time. Yeah, it's tough too because like I know everyone talks about how amazing the experience of the game is. So I'm jealous. I want to play the game, but now that the show's out, I want to watch this first and talk about it here. And yeah. I'm like not wanting to. Uh, either way, I lose. Like I can't have you can't have both. Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, I'm convinced that the show is not going to deviate very much from the game just from this right. first episode because there yeah. were so many just like shot for shot, line for line dialogue. Even like the tone of voice was the exact same as the voice actors in the game, and to me yeah. that just kind of signals like you know the, the, you know where this goes, right? Like if you've played the game. Well, it's also a game that is known for being a great story and being yeah. well made as a story, and so I think they're just like you know what. We're not going to try to change what worked, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think I think I think you're right on that. Um, but what I was getting at a minute ago with the um, that 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 love for that idea of like making the protagonist the person that dies, and then you have to yeah. deal with like uh, you know big time jump and and, uh, and everything. And it's like oh I because I, I first time playing the game, well the only time playing the game, I was like. 
I've seen the cover of this. It's a dad. It's like a. It's like a dad and a little girl or something. Like it's. I knew it was a man and a little girl. I didn't know that it was like an adoptive situation kind of thing. And so like, I just assumed this is the little girl that that is going to be, continue being in the story. You know. Yeah. Um, I did not know that it was going to swap. What I loved was watching it with my niece. At some point, she was like. You said it's sad. Is she going to die? And I was like, I don't know. And I, of course I knew, uh, but I was going to let her be, ter- you know, terrified in her own time. Uh, let her feel that tragedy. But then like we got about 10 minutes into the show and she's like, oh, good. She's not going to die. She's the main character. Welcome to the real world. Right. <laughs> we're all the main character on story and we're all going to die. Sorry to teach you this lesson so early, Skylar. Um but no, that was that was just so amazing. She had the same experience that I had playing the video game, where I was like, "This is the main character." Oh no, it's not. You know, yeah. she she got to have that yeah. experience too, and I loved that uh, they were able to recreate that. I think giving it more time, and and you know, Joel goes to work. She spends time with the Adlers. Yeah, like giving her all that time and uh, having her like you know, experience the school and experience the 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 grandmother twitching behind her, but not actually you know, yeah. get hurt, gave her this sort of like, you started to feel the plot armor forming around her like, oh yeah, she's the main character. Nope, she's not. Yeah. And I, and I liked that because it, and it happens in the show too, like the infection happens so fast, you know, and like it, it mm-hmm. does that in the game too. It happens so fast. There's not any of that like build up and build up in multiple episodes of the infection spreading. It's just boom, you're in it. The town's burning down. There's planes crashing. There's like people eating each other just like that. Uh, And so I did like that they took their time. They let it breathe a little. It still happened fast, but they still let it breathe a little bit. And we can Mm kind of see, I think everybody pretty much knew where it was kind of going. If you know anything about the show, but to see that kind of build up and build the background and the guys at the beginning from the sixties talking about the cordyceps infection. I thought that was a really good way to like introduce that concept and of that idea of like a fungal infection. And, um, that, that to me was a, was a good way to just like move it forward. Don't dwell on it too much. You don't have to sit there and expand it and expand it and expand it. You can just kind of get to where you need to go. It also just felt like a classic zombie movie thing to do. Like, cause I mean, zombie movies are from like, sort of that era like 50s and 60s Romero zombie movies and like I'm trying to I think it was I think it's 50s I think that first Night of the Living Dead's in the 50s and it's just like it just having that sort of tone of these two guys just sitting and speaking uh you know intellectually about the idea of this one day possibly happening just felt so ominous you know knowing yeah. that well clearly that's going to this this scene doesn't exist for no reason like that's coming and you know having then it just fall into this story of the little girl and the dad like i i thought it was really really well done yeah it seems like and and the game and i've heard the the guy who wrote the games a guy named neil Druckmann. he's he's talked at length about kind of his main idea behind the game and now the show is really that idea of specifically parenthood but that idea of like love being having the possibility of being a destructive force, just the same as being a a good force, you know, Mm. it's like, it's that idea of like, how far are you willing to go? What are you willing to do? What moral compromises are you willing to make to, to keep people that you love safe and particularly, you know, a, a, a kid that you, that you love, a, a, you know, a parent child relationship, someone safe, you know? And so to me, that kind of idea, like you mentioned earlier about Joel kind of, 
losing it for a second and blacking out and just, you know, hammering this guy with visions of his daughter. To me, it's kind of, it's kind of going in that sort of bigger idea of like, yeah. we can see that Joel is dealing with massive rage, you know, and trauma and all this type of stuff uh, because of what happened. And like you said, a lot of that's going to be projected out in the people around him, but it's that idea of like how, like what, at what point do you, do you stop when it comes to protecting people around you when it comes to the choices that you make? Right. And, and at what mm-hmm. point, I mean, cause everybody says that, right. Anyone with kids, you know, I have kids. It's, it's that idea of like, I would, I would kill for someone who, uh, is, is, you know, close to me in that way. And maybe it's like even expanded out to friends or family or whatever. It's like people that you're close to, you know, you do anything for, but I think the story of the last of us in a wider sense, just kind of explores that idea of like, okay, but like at what point, like how far though, you know, like right. what, what are you willing to, to sacrifice to, to protect people um, mm-hmm. around you? Well, and it, it plays that idea a little bit just with the, the leader of the Fireflies says... Uh, Marlene. Marlene, thank you. Which was apparently played by the same actress who played her in the video game, which I thought was kind of neat. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's yeah, cool. as she was talking about how like when she played it, she was 10 years younger or whatever, and yeah. now she had aged into the role, That's and they awesome. hired her to play in the, in the yeah. movie as well, which I thought was really neat. Um, but Marlene says, like, you know, you can do this. I know what you're capable of. And Ellie looks at them and says, what are they capable of? Yeah. <laughs> Which is, is ominous, but it also, in that moment where she gets triggered and, and sees him, like, defend her, is, like, kind of lit up by the fact that he's defending her like he is, um, makes, makes it's, it's interesting because his daughter was so horrified, and mm-hmm. she's, it's like, there's a certain line you know, as a parent that you like, if you cross it, you end up lose. you can live, you can end up losing your children yeah. because you've gone too far. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're not the person they like want in their life or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the thing with like that, that at the beginning. And now like he's got this little girl that doesn't have that same moral compass that the girl from the before times had. Cause she's been orphan of this like post apocalypse and it's just like a different kind of little girl who hasn't had the same kind of world, hasn't had the same kind of life, and like uh, maybe won't balance out Joel's worst instincts the way that maybe yeah. his daughter would have. Um, it's interesting. It's, it's yeah. all very interesting. And, I, you know, obviously we don't want to talk too much about the future of what happens exactly, in yeah. the game. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, that's a fascinating uh, aspect for sure. I think you'll see that kind of like middle ground between good and and bad and you know we're rooting for joel and ellie because we're seeing the story through their eyes but they're i think the the show will explore that idea of but like what if it were the other side you know like what if it like Mm -hmm. is is joel is ellie like are these good people that i want to root for in this moment or that you know like they're i think the show will explore that you know that kind of idea that moral kind of ambiguity well and i think it already has by having that by having the guy he kills at the end be someone he was working with and providing drugs for early on and had a relationship with, you know, that wasn't a faceless goon that he killed at the end. It was a character yeah. we got to meet and see and see what his motivations were and see that he, he really tried to help Joel, tell him to stay inside. And like, like he told that for Joel's good, you know, he wasn't just yeah. telling him cause I'm a mean guy. He told him that like, so there, there's already that happening on the show. Um, and not to mention, like, we see 
Joel's, I guess Joel's partner, uh, in the, in the, in the lady who I am blank on her uh, name as Tess. well. Tess. Yeah. Thank you. Um, we see Tess, uh, kind of having that argument with that other character who tried to sell the battery earlier in the episode. Um, yeah. and it's, it just feels very much like they're in a dispute, but he's not wrong. Like he was wrong to do what he did, but she even acknowledges like, yeah, I've done stuff like that before too. Like we just need to figure out a way to live together. We just need to figure out a way to be peaceful here. Um, and we can both get out of this, you know? Yeah. There's a, they, they do a good job in the game and in the show too, of just portraying Joel and Tess, or at least early as just these very established people in Boston as like people to be feared, you know, like, yes. like they've been doing a lot. They've been smuggling. They've been, uh, you know, they're, they're basically contracted to do whatever by whoever can mm-hmm. pay them. And they kind of, they don't give you a lot of that history, but they set it up really well to where, you know, like, all right, like these guys, they kind of run, run this area, you know, like right. nobody's going to cross them. Right. Uh, and, and I think they did a good job that of that in the show. I mean, you saw this guy, Robert that sold the battery or whatever. He was like basically having a panic attack thinking about Joel coming after him or whatever. Yeah. I loved that. I love that scene. Um, and I loved how it like just sort of set up Joel as this like, like before we even met him, we were supposed to understand that he was a, to be feared, you know? Yeah. Uh, at least met him in that time frame. Yeah, I um, I really liked uh, to how they they did take a little bit of kind of a a left turn a little bit with like some of the stuff with the the fireflies and establishing them a lot earlier in the show Mm. uh you know they are established in the game and you do meet marlene pretty early on pretty much in the same way that you do uh in the game where it's your paths cross because you're trying to get something that robert sold to them instead of you or whatever uh but they they did just kind of jump in with the whole like these are the fireflies the, this is their mission uh this is the tactics that they're using uh and i liked that they established that really early i felt like in the game you kind of had to dig a little bit you're like who are these people again like yeah. what is their whole thing you know like it was a little confusing uh and i felt like here they were just like here here's who they are the rival faction they're using kind of terroristic type stuff but they have a, a mission you probably agree with as a viewer you know against the military dictatorship or whatever mm-hmm. uh but i thought that was a good just kind of like it's clear that they just cleaned up a lot of like, how do we move this plot forward type stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> and when you're watching a show, I think that setting up the factions and understanding who's who is important like that. Um, but I will say, what I found interesting is that Joel isn't a part of either faction. Yeah. Um, Joel's kind of just out for himself, for him and Tess, and for his brother. Like, he's trying to protect his people. But yeah. there's, he's not, like, contributing in either direction. And it made me think about, like, halfway through the story, I was like, when he's paying off that guard or whatever, right? I was like, surely these guards have probably an okay life in this world. You know, like, they probably have a little more, like, status. And he, he this all happened to Joel when he was an age where he probably could have joined up. You know, he probably could have, like, joined up with this force. And then I thought, like, why wouldn't he have? And then I was like, because that force... Basically, like these military forces is what killed his daughter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Why wouldn't he join? There's a really obvious reason why he wouldn't join up with a force that's. I mean, we see earlier in the episode, some they kill uh, that other child, um, yeah. which was tragic. 
And the, it was really tragic watching the lady tell him, we're going to give you your best, your favorite food and your best toy. And they give him an injection. Yeah. I, think it was, I think it was a little boy. Um, and clearly that, that killed that little boy. In the game too, they use those little scanners and they scan people. It turns green. Okay, you're good. It turns red. You know, they're infected. So as, as soon as it turned red, I was like, well... I guess uh guess we know where this is going. <laughs> see, no, see I didn't but me not knowing that, I did not know. Right. And like red could mean negative. You know what I mean? Like could maybe that yeah. child is negative. And again, like not knowing exactly who's in this show, uh, and I haven't watched much trailers or anything, I was not even a hundred percent sure that wasn't the child we were gonna be following. Like yeah. <laughs> I was like, is this the child? Nope, not still not the child. Still not the child we're following. Um yeah. It was it was really a uh, really good, uh, really well done, and like I don't know. It's inter- It's just interesting to me. It reminds me of um, Malcolm Reynolds from Firefly, which mm-hmm. clearly the name is in this as well. Uh, the the idea that like he's just sort of beaten down. Like his side that he had was his mission in life was to to like protect his daughter. That mission has failed, and now he's this man without a mission. You know. Yeah. Um, and that reminds me of Malcolm Reynolds, who kind of has a similar arc, different. His was a war that he lost and then now doesn't know what to do with himself. You know, he's just a smuggler. And uh, it's, it's a, it just remind, that's one of my favorite characters. So it was really cool to see um, that sort of archetype on screen again. Yeah, I do love getting uh, Pedro Pascal in uh, two reluctant daddy roles this year, too, from <laughs> Mandalorian and this, you know? Yep. Like, picks up a thing that he doesn't really necessarily want to be with and grows to love it along the way, you know, baby mm-hmm. Yoda and, and Ellie. Uh, yeah. I and mean, he plays the reluctant, uh, you know, the reluctant gruff uh, dad role very well. Oh, for sure, man. Uh, that's really funny. I hadn't thought about it that way. It's really funny. <laughs> um, I, so you don't say anything, <laughs> but it, cause it seems like, uh, Though this is my speculation here, speculation mm-hmm. corner. Uh, I I will just bow out. I'm just gonna listen. <laughs> I'm not even going to give any fa- facial reactions. Clearly, Marlene says you're the most important thing. Our people won't risk you. She says something to that effect about Ellie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you're more important than all of us, or something like that. And clearly, Ellie has been, um. You know, she, she she scans as positive for the fungus, but she is not changing. So I'm assuming she's somehow uh, immune, which could be really powerful in this world if they can, you know, and I'm assuming they're, they're going to get her somewhere where that can be used to help others. That's that's the way the way I'm seeing it. I don't know. Um, but I'm assuming that's the mission here. Like, it's, it's not just a mission to save Ellie. It's a mission to save humankind. Um. But also, there was a there was a point in there that that uh, and I don't know if this is from the game or not, and I don't know if this is in there. But and don't confirm it because you know if you know whatever. But uh, it also seemed like she said something about how she dropped her off as a baby with the orphanage. Marlene did, and that made me think that possibly she was engineered to be immune. We're gonna get a lot of backstory on Ellie. Okay, uh, more backstory to come. Throughout. Yeah. There's cool. a, um, and I won't tell you any plot details from this, but there is a DLC that was released for The Last of Us um, a couple years after it came out. 
and it takes place kind of like right in the middle of the last of us core story Hmm. but it deals with like the modern what's happening and then there's a lot of flashbacks with ellie and you get to learn a lot more about her story uh and they based on the trailer and then based on just things i've seen uh that sort of story in that dlc is also being incorporated into this series okay so so i think uh as as the time goes on you'll you'll get a full picture on who she is and and what her what her journey was to get her to this point cool i just based on what they said in this episode and nothing else that's just what i'm gathering not only was she like just randomly immune it seems like maybe she was designed or destined to be this thing um which i think is kind of exciting and i wonder how that'll play into her like emotional journey deciding like not only does joel have to decide to save her but she has to i was i was thinking about it throughout this episode where that like her arc as the little girl is kind of the arc that would normally be the protagonist arc, you know, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. the the one character finds out they're special and they're the only ones that can do a thing and they go out and they have to decide whether they want to like, you know, be a part of this destiny that they have. Yeah. And in this, it's like not about that, at least not yet, but I, th- I think that will be part of her arc, but it's just interesting that this is, as far as I can tell so far, this is Joel's story and she's the MacGuffin, you know, um, yeah. so far. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she, whenever he was kind of standing up and uh, he was kind of zoning out and the sound was getting kind of far away, you know, you could kind of hear Ellie sort of like pleading with Tess kind of like uh, about her, you know, what had happened to her and the fact yeah. that she was, she was not sick and that she was mm-hmm. infected, but she wasn't turning and all this type of stuff she was trying yeah. to kind of explain she it. said it's been two weeks it's been two weeks um it's been definitely more than a day which we all know how fast these things happen because there there was apparently on the news that morning there was something about jakarta having like chaos in jakarta and then yeah. like that evening the whole like it seemed like all of boston was in flames you know yeah so it moves fast and she was saying to her like i've yet yeah, like clearly i was attacked but uh, it's been more than a day. Um, so that's why, that's where I got kind of like the idea that she's immune. Um, yeah. So that, but I don't know if it's immunity. I don't know if it's something else, but that's what it seems like. I'm not going to say a word. Thank you. I would, Thank I would you, never want to ruin this experience for you or anyone <laughs> listening to this podcast. <laughs> well, uh, any other thoughts about the first, uh, first episode? Uh, just that I liked it. I'm excited for it. Um, I'm glad that uh, I've, I've heard that over the years, this game has, uh, tried to be brought to the big screen. It's tried to, you know, in all all kinds of different ways. Uh, and I'm glad that it's led to this point where it's being in the hands that it's in now, because it seems like it's in really good hands, uh, to Mm. be made. You know, I heard I heard Neil Druckmann talking about how they tried to get this movie made. Uh, it made into a movie several years ago, and actually, Sam Raimi was supposed to direct it, which is crazy. Ooh. Uh, and uh, and Raimi and Druckmann were apparently like really aligned in what they wanted, uh, but the studio really wanted it to be like World War Z. You know, like they wanted it to be like over the top, like big. And and uh, Raimi and Druckmann weren't crazy about that, and they didn't feel like they could condense it into a movie. And so seeing it as a nine episode series, I think just makes so much more sense. Uh, you can really tell the story 
uh, in a deep way and explore the characters in a, in a lot of different ways and angles. And um, so I'm just really excited for for it to be in these hands. I think it's I think it's uh, going to be a great series, and I think it's going to um, it's going to stay true to the game. But at the end of the day, I think it's going to take a little bit of liberty to to build up the world as well. So I'm mm-hmm. excited. Yeah, man. Me too. Me too. Uh, well, uh, Jay, tell them where they can find your podcast. Yeah, uh, we're on all uh, podcast platforms. It's just called Commute the Podcast. Um, we come out every Monday, which I guess is when we're going to try to drop these too. So, um, yeah, we, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we every Monday morning, um, me and my co-host Dave, we cover three uh, interesting topics in about twenty minutes or less total, uh, just for your drive to work. And um, yeah, you can find us on any podcast platform or um, on social media. I think we're on like. Uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Um, so yeah, come uh, come hang out with us if you got a spare twenty minutes on a Monday morning. Sweet man, yeah, I I've checked it out and I really like a podcast. I really like it. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So if you get a chance, guys, go give them a subscription. You're in your podcast app right now. Just commute the podcast. Is that commute colon the podcast or is it just commute the podcast? Uh, if you just type in commute the podcast, it'll it'll come up. Okay, um, sweet. Yeah, it, there's like a dash, but I don't, I don't think it matters when you search. Right, it right. Come yeah, up. for sure. Okay, cool. Well, uh, well, guys, thank you for joining us. We'll be right uh, back next week with another episode of this. Hey, if you have a lot of feedback, write it in. If we get enough feedback uh, about what you're thinking of these episodes, uh, try not to spoil because we're, we're, we're only talking <laughs> about these episodes as they happen. Um, but if you send in feedback to strandedpandanetwork at gmail.com, uh, I'll try to grab those uh, feedbacks and uh, we'll maybe we'll be able to fit in a little feedback episode throughout the week. It, it wouldn't be funny, but it would be kind of funny if we spent this whole episode talking about how we're like trying to keep you in bubble wrap and like keep you unspoiled. And then someone just didn't listen and said, Hey, yeah, how do you think they're going to exactly. adapt this from the game? Right. <laughs> into, exactly. the, into the show. You're like, Oh my God. <laughs> send that to Jay-Z. So don't do that. Let him, let yeah, him uh... send me a private message somewhere and we'll talk. If you want to talk about future, gaming spoilers like yeah don't don't send that to the general email and hey if you really want to hear like we, we talked about this before the show uh and if you write in in your um in your email if you write if you do have something with game spoilers like put that in the subject line and, I'll, and i will pass it on to jay um but we talked about it there there's being a possibility of doing like a little post post credits or whatever where, or like a, a segment at the end where jay comes on and just talks about game spoilers a little bit uh so if that's yeah. something you guys want kind of let us know let us know what you guys think yeah if we if we get a few pieces of feedback like that i don't mind to sit down and read through them and kind of talk about them and even if you want to i mean we could even go crazy i mean you could throw in some spoilers for last of us part two as we get kind of close to the end and say i wonder if they're going to do second season how would they do this part you know or whatever mm-hmm. uh, send that in and and i'll uh i'll keep it away from matt and uh, yeah. we'll, we'll throw it up there and that way you know people yeah. who already know where it's going can can have their uh, their thoughts put out there in the world too for sure man yeah so network at gmail.com and uh and i'll make sure those get where they need to go and uh we might do a feedback episode if there's enough people wanting that um yeah so we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys soon peace thank you for listening to panda vision we are a member of the stranded panda network For all of our podcasts and other creative geeky projects, check out strandedpanda.com.